During a series of podcasts, the president of ESC, Deputy Andrea Dudley-Owen, spoke to Express about her committee's mandate and the future of education in Guernsey. This third podcast touches briefly on the ongoing public debate surrounding the funding of the Guernsey Sports Commission. Deputy Dudley-Owen says ESC will work to support the commission, but funding allocation does need to be looked at. Recently in the headlines, there was a question that came up about funding to the Sports Commission, and I just wanted to see where this has kind of come from. Why are there these concerns about ESC potentially cutting funding to certain grants and all this kind of stuff? Um, I suppose, especially in lieu of um, the Dyslexia Day Centre and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what's going on here? What is this conversation about? Well, um, we've recently had the uh, um, GST debate and uh, that highlighted a lot of fiscal issues, didn't it? And um, the resolutions that fell out of that particular debate, whilst we didn't settle on a particular plan, there were resolutions around cutting budgets and making sure that committees were um, going to be looking minutely at their budgets in conjunction with a subcommittee that has been formed for PNR out of that debate um, which is going to be going around and speaking to all of our committees to make sure that what we're doing um, has maximum impact and that we are reducing our spend I think it's by two and a half percent and um, that we are um, yeah really challenging our, our own use of our own budget so of course there's going to be concern for all commission services yeah. Um, for all services actually across the state's mandate and I absolutely understand why the recipients of those f- funding streams would have concern about where they fit in there um, it's the committee is meeting with the sports commission next week so why the Guernsey Press chose to put that on the newspaper is only we, yeah. we can only guess, guess um, that the person who wrote the article is the person who pushed through the policy in the first place. Um, and, um, of course, the, we we support the Guernsey Sports Commission and will continue to support them and do all that we can to ensure that um, things continue in the way that they are. We have to have these conversations first, though, don't we? Were um, you surprised to hear that they'd spoken about the situation that way? Um no, because I'm hearing that from many commissioned services that they are all thinking in exactly the same way and it's completely understandable. Um, many commissioned services, uh, those that are in receipt of states, states funding um, and have uh, service level agreements behind them, are starting to look at their own budgets and how they can make sure that they're spending really wisely. So it, it's absolutely no surprise to me and actually I'd be surprised if they weren't. thinking in that way because we're all thinking in that way now um i just think that the guernsey press's decision to um to to feel out the story um in advance of a meeting uh between um two congenial parties is is you know it it speaks to the the point that i was making before about the responsibility of the media um to ensure that uh guernsey is you know given factual information and obviously the, the, the reporting was, was factual yeah. but it but it's just about there there is a tendency i think within the media to pick up and bash certain committees and and certainly the education sport and culture committee has been been one of those that's been consistently bashed for for many many years yeah i mean it kind of seems inevitable at the moment that there are is going to be difficult in the states making these difficult decisions because 
the money isn't there. Mm. So this is always going to happen. I mean, how did the decision come about for the Dyslexia Day Centre again, that the decision to come and cut their funding? Where, where did that come from again? Yeah, that's, that's a different, that's a different uh, type thing, of... Yeah. yeah, the backdrop to that was not about the GST debate or the um, resolutions that came from there. That is about bringing a service in-house that is part of our bread and butter, that the work that the Dyslexia Day Centre had done for decades was work, the brilliant work that they did, that that was work that should have been done in-house right from the get-go. And the O'Haras have raised that spectre that this is actually work that should have been done by the states decades ago. And we agree with that. And that's why we've brought it in-house. That's why we've got trained staff to deliver the dyslexia services within our schools um, across a, a wider breadth um, to, to get the reach that they need to so that all children with dyslexia um, have got uh, the, the provision that they need within the state school education system. Um, they've mentioned uh, a, a possibility of trying to persuade you to extend it until 2024. I mean, is that mm -hmm. something that's possible? Well, certainly I know that um, uh, we, we, we needed to ensure that there was a, a proper transition period and that's what we have um, spoken about, again, sorry, about with the Dyslexia Day Centre. Thank you for listening to the Bailiwick Express podcast. The title track was Shift My Weight by Luno. If you enjoyed it, I know it's a pain, but please like and share. It all helps. And remember, you can hit bailiwickexpress.com to stay right up to date with whatever is happening in the Bailiwick. You can find us online, on social, on email, and on internet radio. There'll be more from me, Matthew Leach, and all the Bailiwick Express team next Friday. <laughs>